you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipikowski, and today we're covering that bad man again, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, some big contract details were released uh, this week, and I knew that if I didn't get to it right now, uh, I probably just wasn't going to get to it, and I wasn't going to allow that to happen. Um, So, obviously... Aaron Rodgers, let's set the stage a little bit. Aaron Rodgers was disgruntled with the Packers organization due to uh, various things. Uh, For example, the lack of veterans being signed. Um, Let's see, uh, Aaron Rodgers having an MVP season and the Packers not giving him the help that he wants on the offense. Uh, I don't know, drafting a backup quarterback in the middle of Aaron Rodgers' prime. I mean, look, if, you, if you're if you still winning MVPs, you, that still has to be considered your prime, right? So, yeah, he wasn't too happy. And we all knew that Aaron Rodgers was not happy about the circumstances going into the 2021 NFL season. We all, we all knew this. Um... We all, we all knew that he would, you know, n- not be happy. And he went out in the 2021 season and he – or is this – or he went out last season. Sorry. He went out uh, in the 2020-2021 NFL season. Uh, and, and he balled out straight up. Guy balled out. MVP. Um, there really were, was no question about it. Uh, we all know that given the stats, uh, given the way he played all season, yeah, touchdowns to interception ratio, pass shortage, all that good stuff. I mean, he deserved to be the MVP, I think, without a doubt. Right? We all can agree on that. Uh, the season ended in in you know, probably the worst way that the Packers could have won. I mean, not the worst way, but not the way the Packers wanted it to end. You know, losing at home in Lambeau in the NFC Conference Championship game. Uh, to the Buccaneers, to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, And they fell short once again. And, you know, this has happened many times for the Packers since their Super Bowl win. Um, I mean, that Seattle Seahawks game, the NFC Championship game, they were up 17-3 to or something, 14-0, something crazy. And the Seahawks roar back and win the game in the final seven minutes, five minutes of the game, whatever it was. Um, and you know, obviously a disappointing end to the season going into the draft, 
we all knew that Aaron Rodgers wanted some wide receiver talent. This is what he had been talking about, and and this was a loaded draft. I mean, you could pick anywhere you wanted to in the draft, and you could you know get yourself a great wide receiver, Elijah Moore, Kadarius Tony, um, some of the guys who were further down. I mean, Tony was picked further up, but Elijah Moore, I believe, was in the second round. I mean, there are plenty of guys available um, late in the first round when the Packers had their pick. And there were and there were plenty of guys available if the Packers wanted to trade up, uh, and the Packers did not do that. And that you know that's it's just kind of curious because you would expect the Packers as an organization to you know draft a wide receiver in the first round or in the second round. You know Amari Rogers, a, a talented player, surely um, selected in the third round with the eighty sixth pick. Um, but is he likely to be the number one guy? Definitely not the number one, but is he even the number two? I don't know. I don't know. Alan Lazard is there. I mean, will Alan Lazard, you know, beat out Amari Rogers? I think if that's the case, I think there's still some questions that we need to have answered because, you know, Alan Lazard, Marta, Mar, or Marquez Valdez-Scantling, um, guys like that are um, just just not that good. I don't I don't think that, you know, outside of – Obviously, what I would consider to be the best wide receiver in the NFL last year, uh, my man, Devontae Adams. Um, I don't think that the the wide receiver core for the Packers is exceptional. I think it's actually very bad. Um, you know, they bring Randall Cobb back. I think that that's a nice signing. I, I don't think Randall Cobb is certainly as talented as he used to be. Um However, I think that, you know, he will add something to this offense that, that Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Alan Lazard, and, uh, you know, some of these other guys, Amari Rodgers, will not be able to add. And, 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 and this is my honest opinion. But I think that, you know, if you're the Packers, right, you fall short again. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is your MVP quarterback, you know, you got to help them out. Like you fell short again. Your team obviously was not good enough. And, you know, there are some contracts on the defense that aren't particularly good, especially, you know, the linebacker position, you know, is an issue right now. Um, but, you know, you have the best cornerback in, in, in football, uh, Jair Alexander, at least according to PFF, he's number one out of 121. You have Adrian Amos, uh, the second highest graded safety. Um, you have the second highest graded left tackle, uh, David Bakhtiari. I mean, this team is very, very close, is it not? I, I don't really understand, you know, what the thought process is. This team is very close to being a championship team, and it was last season. And the curious thing was the Packers really were such a stagnant organization. I think that if they had made more moves during the offseason – or made some trades, or or done something during the regular season. You know, we talked about this just yesterday with the MLB free agency. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards, right? You know, sometimes you need more than enough. Uh, the, the Bucks are in a situation where they have more than enough wide receivers, tackles, tight ends, defensive players, like everybody. They have more than enough talent, right? They have a wealth of talent. The Packers have a lot, but I felt that last season you go get a you know a good name, a big name, 
that takes this team from a strong Super Bowl contender to a to a force to be reckoned with, right? To the top of the NFC. Because we knew that the Bucs were going to be a very difficult team to deal with. And they lost at home. And once again, I think that the Packers made the same mistakes over this offseason that they did last season. They haven't fixed some of their problems. Their offensive line is certainly not as good as it used to be. You know, when you lose Corey Lindsay, one of the best centers in pro football, that's going to hurt the team. Like, that is going to hurt the team. And, you know, David Bakhtiari is coming off a, a torn ACL. And there's going to be questions about him, and, and rightfully so. You know, I, I would not be able to, to you know, I, I think that he'll be fine, but it's still something to consider. He's still coming off of a torn ACL. Will his movement be at nearly as good? You know, he's living up to a high bar, and he has a huge contract. Um, being the second highest graded tackle in pro, fo- um, pro football focus last season – that's a big. That's that's something to live up to. I mean, that is not going to be an e. It's not even. It's not easy to repeat. Put back to back great years together, much less coming off of an injury. Um, do I think Devontae Adams will be the same receiver? I mean, will he be the best in the league? I mean, that's a very tough ask to be the best receiver in the NFL two seasons in a row. Um, I mean, certainly it's possible, but I mean that's that's tough. You know, you lose Jamal Williams, so I, I think that at least they're passing, they're passing, uh, you know, they're pass catching running back. I mean, yes, Aaron Aaron Jones. I think, you know, I, I think Aaron Jones is a, a decent out of the backfield pass catcher, um, but he's certainly not as good as Jamal Williams is. And A.J. Dillon as the primary ball handler, and uh, whether he is or isn't, I don't know. But you're losing a guy who was a great second option, who is great out of the backfield, and that's going to be a problem because I don't know if Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon are, is going to be able to replace it. There's lots of questions, right? So Aaron Rodgers was obviously pretty disgruntled. And we we figured that there was a chance that he wouldn't even play this season. He, there was rumors that he might retire. You know, that he wanted to get traded to Denver or, or, or somewhere else. He wanted to get traded. And, you know, obviously the case is now that Aaron Rodgers will be staying for this season. Um, it allows him some more mobility. He won't be able to be franchise tagged. Um, Green Bay will have more cap room. The 2023 season uh, is voided for him. Um, so, you know, there's definitely – uh, you know, definitely some big things that have happened. Um, this could be his last year in Green Bay. I mean, there's a very strong possibility that this is his last ride, you know, and, and as he said, you don't want to have a lame duck quarterback. You don't want to have a quarterback who kind of, you know, you don't, you want a quarterback who you know is going to be there for this season. Um, and then he will be there for this full season. Um, you know, if he's traded before June 1st of 2021, the Packers would be left with $27 million in dead cap, but save about $19 million against the cap. Uh, so this allows Rodgers to be traded before the 2022 NFL draft, which is next year, which is when the market will be hottest. Originally, Rodgers would have to have 
Originally, Rodgers would have ha- would have been able to be traded after the season with no real cap implications. But if Rodgers still wants out, then it's really going to hurt the Packers in 2022 with that dead cap number. Upon signing this new deal, Rodgers saves the Packers about $10 million in cap space this year, giving Green Bay some wiggle room before the start of the season. Because of the void year added in Rodgers' deal, after 2022, Rodgers is unable to be franchise tagged by the Packers, meaning he will be a true free agent after the 2022 NFL season. Should Rodgers choose to retire after the 2021 season, then he won't actually have to forfeit the $11.5 million of the signing buzz instead, of for, instead of forcing the Packers to either trade or release him and making it easier for Rodgers to walk away from the game if he so chooses. And then there's a, like, there's a bunch of stuff. So essentially, we know he's going to be there for this season. The team has more money to work with. The question is, is will the Packers make the moves necessary to please Aaron Rodgers and to win the Packers a Super Bowl? Because we know that Brady is like an organization, right? He kind of picks players that he wants to come that he doesn't want to come, right? Brady is, is, is like an organization, right, himself. Rodgers should arguably be in that same category. He is good enough to be in that same category. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He is a multi-time MVP winner, and he is the reigning MVP. So you think that a longtime Green Bay Packers quarterback should be able to have some input into who the players that he wants to play with, right? Into who the players that da 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 right? I think that's a reasonable request for the longtime Green Bay Packers quarterback. You want to make him happy, right? You know that he's obviously disappointed by the way that you've been drafting, by the by the way that you've been running the organization. He said it publicly, right? This was last year. This wasn't even this season. This was last offseason. We knew this was the case, right? That's why I've done so many episodes on Aaron Rodgers because it keeps coming back up and up and up and up again, right? It's, it's, it's a lot. Aaron Rodgers deserves to have input regarding the players that he wants to play with. He deserves to have input regarding his team. He is one of the leaders. And we'll touch upon that. I mean, he had this big, long press conference that, that he went through. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But it was pretty, it was pretty honest, right? It was an honest press conference from Aaron Rodgers regarding everything that has happened. You know, they've let go a lot of veterans. Locker room is an, is an important part of the team, right? In a team sport, especially football, having leaders in your locker room, as he said, Charles Woodson, guys like that, Jordy Nelson. It's important to have guys like that who maybe aren't the best as good as they were anymore, but who can still play number one and number two, offer something to the team that is intangible, right? That if you bring in a rookie that he can't offer, right? Those veteran, that veteran mentality is something that is incredibly important. So let's understand that I am on the side of Aaron Rodgers deserves to have more input. Do I think that the team is structured well? No. I think that the moves that they've made are not winning them anything important. 
I don't like this Packers team. I like Aaron Rodgers. The rest of the team, I am, I have my, I have my concerns about. And we saw what happened last season, folks. In an MVP season with Aaron Rodgers playing arguably the best football of his career, the Packers made it to an NFC Championship game and lost to a team that hadn't made it to an NFC Championship game in forever, who hadn't made the playoffs in forever, right? To a guy on a brand new team. Now, he's not just a guy. He is Tom Brady. But to a a warm-weather team playing in a cold-weather climate, I mean, the list goes on. And they got beat. And it wasn't like the Bucs played incredibly well altogether. I mean, you know, they threw three – Tom Brady threw three interceptions in the second half. There was it was opportunity to win. The the Packers and, and people will say, oh well, Kevin King. It's not just him. It's the scheming that they had them play. Why on earth are you playing close coverage or press coverage at the end of a half, right? On a speedy wide receiver. And and whether or not Kevin King Kevin King should have known he was speedy, right? Because of film. I mean, we I mean that's the only thing we know about Scotty Miller. The guy can fly. That's it. They call him Scoots Miller. That's it. That's all we know. There's nothing else about Scotty Miller that we really know. He's not really a, a – he's a deep threat. That's what he is, right? The scheming was bad on the play. The scheming was bad all game for the Packers. Offensively, defensively, I mean, we're not going to forget about Matt LaFleur's decision – to kick a field goal, right, when the Packers had an opportunity to score a touchdown. And we were all sitting there at home saying to ourselves, that's the game. That's it. You cannot kick a field goal in that situation because Tom Brady is not going to give you back the football. And guess what happened? We, (coughs) We all knew it. The Packers never got the football back. Or at least with meaningful time. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers was pissed about that. Of course he was. I mean, you don't think he wants the ball in his hands? Every single athlete, no matter what the situation is, bases loaded, bottom nine, two outs, I want to be a bat. Any sport, name a sport, penalties, at, at the end of uh, at the end of Euros, I want to be taking a penalty. I want someone else to take it. I want to take the penalty. I want to make it. Name a sport. You want the ball in your hands. You want to control, and because that's that way, you can say, "Listen, we lost, but we lost playing our football. We didn't. We played our football, and you know it wasn't good enough." Or, you know, we gave it our best shot, we took the opportunity, and we fell short. You don't say, ah, oh, you know what, we're going to kick a field goal, we're going to hope to get it back. Because you, you, you let it go into their hands, right? You want, you, want, you want the football in your hands. You want to make the play to send that game into overtime or whatever. So Aaron Rodgers, do I think he'll be a Packer after the season? No. I don't think the Packers will be particularly good this season. I've I've said that. I think they'll be better with Aaron Rodgers. But I just don't think this team is, is, is capable of doing what they did last season, given the schedule 
that they have this season. I think the division will be better because the Lions, I don't think, are as much of a walkover as they used to be. I think the Packers will still beat them. The Vikings will be better, their defense especially. And the Bears will be probably better too. So this division isn't as much of a walkover as it was last year, number one. Number two, the NFC North has one of the hardest schedules in the NFL going into this season, right? One of the hardest schedules. So it's going to be a lot more difficult for the Packers to win 13 games. might win 10, 11, given who they're playing. The team simply isn't that good. There's, There's more question marks. This offensive line certainly isn't what it used to be. You know, according to PFF, from left to right, you got Bakhtiari, who's incredible. You got Jenkins, who's 24th out of 80 guards. Then you have the center, Myers. I believe he's a rookie. He is a rookie, sucked in the second round. So, you know, he'll probably be pretty decent. Then you have Patrick, who's 24th out of 80 right guards. And then you have Turner, who's 42nd out of 79 tackles. So, you know, Billy Turner is good. Like, this team, the offensive line isn't bad, but it certainly isn't as good as it was last season, right? I think that Robert Tunyon is a little bit overrated at tight end. I think that I just don't think he's as good as as people. some people might think he is. Um, and there's questions on defense, especially, again, at that linebacker position. Uh, and the team played very well last season, so they're going to have to keep that up. And if there are some, you know – Players who, uh, you know, don't play as well, that's going to be a huge problem for the Packers organization. So at the end of the day, right, Aaron Rodgers is is probably not going to be a Packer because the team isn't going to perform to the way, to the, to, to, to the, to the, to his liking, right? Partially due, I think mostly due to the front office, Guntugunst and guys like that. I just think so. And he has a right to be disgruntled. I think this con I think this restructuring is good. At least he'll be, you know, he knows he's quarterback this season and will have the opportunity to leave or be traded or retire or whatever. It gives it I mean it's a good deal for both teams for this season, right? It gives the Packers more room to restructure, add more players. I don't know, maybe get some good players, add some good players to the team. Um but I'm happy the situation is over. But I think that it's over for now. I think that during the season, you know, maybe we'll ramp up. I think by the end of the season, if the Packers don't win the Super Bowl, which I don't believe they will, um, even if they don't make it, I don't think they'll make it either. Um, I think we'll be looking at a similar situation. And and that's kind of all I have to say. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you know, the restructuring, it's good for both him. It's good for the Packers. Um, you know, for now for the Packers, but if I'm the Packers, I mean, I don't want to let Aaron Rodgers go, but he obviously wants to leave because of what they've done. And that's tragic. It really is. But there's nothing I can do about it. It, it, Organizationally, it was their fault. And I think, you know, he's happy to at least know that this, you know, Probably is his final season in a Packers uniform. Um, And I think it will be. I think the Aaron Rodgers saga is not over. I think we're just kind of at an armistice. We're going to put it on pause. 
And at the end of the season, we're going to come back to it. And I'm going to be like, look, everything I said back in July was right. Everything I said about Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers organization and them as a team was correct. And that's why he's going to leave and he'll be traded probably to another team. Um, but everything was sorted out, at least for now. Um, so thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, geez, I mean, he's the reigning MVP and was thinking about retiring, thinking about sitting out the entire season. I think that that's pretty shocking, and I think that should just say enough about the situation between him and the Packers organization. There's nothing else to be said. I think I think actions speak louder than the words, and I think his actions certainly speak for themselves. So that's all I have to say. Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer. We'll see how they do this season, folks. Um, and we'll see, you know, if they make any further moves this offseason, maybe try to, I don't know, entice the reigning MVP. Hey, why don't you stay here a little bit longer? We'll see. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of the Master Plan Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and you'll hear me in the next one. Have a great day, everybody. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.